in the be- oh you say in the very beginning yeah, yeah. and then she, she and then she got she got pregnant could, no 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 before <laughs> she, she got, got pregnant she did. before <laughs> she got pregnant she was fluffy let's just say okay she Not was fluffy. fluffy. She was sis was fluffy, but there ain't was nothing thick. wrong with fluffy. She, was she got thick. that good ass thick, man thick, to thick, take thick, care thick. of her. I like him. What's his I name do. Again? I don't know, good ass man. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. I uh, he, he's of African descent because yeah. his mom is African. I, you know what? If I had to do it all over again, I'd get an African too. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I want to dance at my wedding. Like I want to do the. But they have too many. <laughs> the, nah, we could just have a dance. They got too many high expectations. No, they don't. Yes, they do. And you can get an Americanized African. He has the same expectations as your that's... husband. Nah. Probably less. <sighs> Probably less because I'm shit. I be doing doing shit that an African man would appreciate. I'm telling you, and he'll be like, say "My husband don't baby, appreciate it, baby, baby." <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go kill a goat with his, uh, I his know. bare hands. <laughs> right. Right. I think it's ain't gonna go kill no goat for us. Fuck that shit. That old time store. What's Scoop gonna say? Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. You better go down to the old time store. Tell him to give you them oxtails. Them oxtails. <laughs> Put that shit on the stove. And that's as close as we're gonna get. No. Yeah. I don't want that. But look, let me tell you. So. What? This morning we woke up. Sean always looks at like you. I don't know he, what he be looking at. So this morning we get into a full on argument, not an argument, but discussion. I guess a Just heated good. discussion, heated, okay. right? So you know, I told you he watches these like on Facebook. I don't know if y'all ever saw him where they. Um, it's this guy that he gets out of this Lamborghini. And he tries to talk to a girl. Well, he tries to talk to the girl first. Okay. And then when she's like, mm, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to no. talk to you. Then all of a sudden he goes to this Lamborghini. Yeah. And then he's like, wait, what you say now? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, oh. nothing. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So he's trying to find the gold diggers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I think my husband tried to imply that I was a gold digger. What he said? Bitch, you a gold digger. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So I was like, wait, whoa. Okay, so that's a little whoa, harsh. That that was harsh, but I'm like, okay, so give me give me the scenario. What are we doing? So he was just like, So what if what if the guy pulls up to you, right? Mm-hmm. And gets out the Lamborghini, you're gonna give him more, you're gonna entertain him more. His face ain't about nothing, but his outfit on point, his shoes on point, because you know he already know. Yeah, I gotta think about shoes. Have, yeah. I gotta think about shoes, right? So and he gets out of Lamborghini. I'm going, he says, I'm going to entertain him before I entertain the guy that still looks nice still looks good shoes you know See, on point and gets out of a camera 2021 yeah. right yeah i said personally this is me if he does get out a of camera 2021 right right he did me wrong he could have at least said a lexus right you know what i'm saying i mean camera is made by lexus so right just saying i mean <laughs> I mean, okay, so this is what I told him. This is this is for real. Okay. So if the guy gets out the Lamborghini and he comes to me correct, yes, that's uh-huh. him. Okay. And he comes to me correct, and he's like, he's not like, yo, baby, damn, you look good. No, he comes to me like, hey, beautiful, you know, I just saw you. I want, I would right. love to get to know you, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And he comes to me to correct, and he doesn't necessarily have the nicest face. I still would entertain him because okay. he has a Lamborghini. Okay, because I okay, listen. Disclaimer. Come on. Come on. Disclaimer. Women like we we are no. We put we like a person that we think will 
can take care of us. We're not trying to be taken care of. Okay, I'm because we can do this shit ourselves. I'm probably but if not we can do entertain the guy with the up, Lamborghini. Hold up, if we can do it ourselves, then why the fuck do we need a nigga? I can get dick anywhere, right? <laughs> my husband takes care of me. I don't care what none of y'all motherfuckers say. My husband takes care of me. Okay, period. Right. Okay, but. If a guy gets out of a Lamborghini, we're thinking, oh, he's financially stable, right? I'm thinking it's rented, but go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, so quick, so quick, quick, because I know we got to get started. Okay. So the guy, the girl, most of the girls will be like, is this yours? That's a good question. Right. Because it could be like, nah, it's my homeboys, yeah. right? So... It could be a family car. It could be a family it could be car. Whatever. Right? It could be, yeah. it could be you I could be valet. You, you take me for a spin. <laughs> take me for a spin. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I told him, Personally, I, if the guy came to me right, co- you know, yeah, correct, I would give him, I would entertain him. But if the guy with the Camry 2020, 2021 came to me correct as well, I would entertain him right. as well. Because it's not now. <laughs> <laughs> if they came to me simultaneously, I'm going to be like, hold on. But what that one with said? the 2021 what Camry. He got the hedge fund. He, he do, everything. he do. But that's what I'm saying. Like I, it, I would, I would entertain them both. But it would be me getting to know them that would like right. make me decipher which one the I'm going to. For me, is smoke and mirrors. It is. It's smoke and mirrors. It may be. Yeah. It it may be depending yeah, on where you are. Yeah. It but may there's be. Some people that are flashy like that, and they just yeah. Like, hey, I'm just taking the. I mean, off I'm flashy, man. but I don't want a man that's flashy. I can't say that. I don't. I don't like flashy men. Oh well, that's. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. But I'm just that. thinking. Ooh, my man got a Lamborghini. He gonna give me a Lamborghini, and then I'm gonna make it pink, and then I'm gonna put <laughs> rims on it. So in my mind, I'm thinking about my whole life. Like I'm thinking you about. Say, <laughs> you thinking about your future? From, my what's up, future. Beautiful? And then. <laughs> Be deceived. Exactly. Exactly. Mirrors, yeah. He could be the one that beat my ass. Let's get started, Des. Let's go. <laughs> Girls, yeah, it's a podcast. Two dope girls, yeah, we speaking all facts. Two dope girls, yeah, we got it, just relax. Two dope girls, hit like, subscribe, back. Two dope girls, and we only never slack. Two dope girls, and we got each other back. Two dope girls, and we coming for the cash. Two, two dope girls, and we all about a bag. Yes, yes. Hey, welcome back to Two Dope Girls Podcast, you guys. It is episode 37. We are in here in the content factory. I am Grace. I am LaDonna. And what's up? Welcome yeah. back. Thank you guys for joining us. How was your Absolutely. week, LaDonna? It was good. Um, raining. Like, it won't stop raining. Grace, can you ask God to stop the rain for mm, a minute? My grass need to be watered. Look at mine, dude, too. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I was running the, the or was it this morning? Yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, these folks' grass look good. I don't even want to look at I my do grass. I the same thing when I go running. I was like, <laughs> like dang, dang, that grass look nice. And then I'm like, oh, they need to cut their grass. Yeah, exactly. Cut. I ran past a house that had like a <laughs> caution tape. Like, we have a nice neighborhood. Wait, is it Halloween? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cautious. I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna ask my neighbor what, what happened." Kind of 
in the crime scene. So in my head, I'm thinking they just got evicted. Can you get evicted? Hell yeah. I remember when we stayed in apartments on 280. They threw these people's stuff on the front lawn. But if you own the place, you can't get evicted, can it? Well, the bank could come in and put a lien on your So you're saying the bank going to come in and put my stuff on on the curb? Hell yeah. (laughs) That's why we pay pay that mortgage. mortgage. (laughs) They're going to come in and put a lien on that thing. I love it. I love it. I've been, I had a good week. Um, you had family in town? Yes, How I have. How Oh, my God. I absolutely love my family being here. That's good. It was so much fun. But let me tell you, when they left, <sighs> ooh, I could breathe again. I got my house back. <laughs> my house back. My life back. Right. My time, my minutes, my hours back. Sort I of. I want my time back because I would definitely want to spend time with my Oh, family. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're already planning trips. That's my The kids are like, um, I want the kid, okay. you know. So, are y'all like my family? Because we'll plan a trip, but we don't follow through. Um, <laughs> so, we are trip. You know me. I love a trip, honey. I love a trip, too. I love a trip. And they are trip takers. So, yes. I think this one really will happen. Okay, good. Yeah. Where are y'all planning to go? Cabo. Ooh. Mm, are know. y'all bringing the kids? No, ma'am. So hello, hello, hello. Okay. No, ma'am. I was just making sure y'all fuck got that. that shit. <laughs> fuck, fuck them kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> be right. my grandparents. Right, right. Somebody gonna have them. Shit. Next door neighbor. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so when y'all doing a trip next year? Um, February. Okay. During yeah, Valentine's. Good, oh. Yeah, that's gonna be good. It's like couples, you know. That's sweet. So it's so we not a couple. You can't be invited. Yeah, if you family. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but most I'll of be, us, I I'll guess, are like, couples. Let me bring my stuffed animal. That's gonna be my part. I mean, you bring your friend. <laughs> me and my friend, listen. Me and Wit, they her sister goes on these couples trips because mm-hmm. her best friends are married. Okay, right. So Whitney takes me as her boyfriend uh, or her girlfriend. Okay, yeah. No, I'm her girlfriend. Okay. We we introduce each other. That's my girlfriend. I'm. <laughs> I am her. She is me. <laughs> <laughs> and um and we have the most fun. Like that's good. Yeah. So I mean, bring your girlfriend. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah. Girlfriend trip. Mm-hmm. With the couples. With the couples. Yeah. Yep. How was your week? Um, same old, same old Groundhog's Day, you know, mm-hmm. doing this same in, same out. I've been but I've been doing my workouts. Yeah, me too, girl. I've been doing my I've been back. I did Monday through Thursday. I didn't do today. I had to get my little new wrist. Yeah. But tomorrow I'm gonna hit the, the Oh my god! Yesterday was hard. It was rough. It's only with the pavement because if yeah. I'm at the gym and I'm on the treadmill, mm-hmm. it no doesn't problem. hurt. I don't. Know I hadn't been going to the treadmill. I mean, to the gym. that little knee brace on when I go work. Looking out like a that. little old man. You know how the little old man <laughs> going to the gym with their knee brace on, they look cut off shirts. Look, and this old man had the nerve. <laughs> with their crew socks. <laughs> man had the nerve to say something when I, I ran around the neighborhood and then I ended up at the park. Yeah. And I see the same old man in the neighborhood too. And he had his little arm weights or whatever. And I was running. I did a lap and then I stopped. And then he was like, nah, you can't be letting me um, pass you up. I was like, look, sir, my knee is just about as old as you. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> and he looked at me. He was like, dang. I was like, exactly. Right. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Right. <laughs> sir. You don't but know my, what I feel like. <laughs> right. But my knee, uh, my knee, my week was <laughs> just Groundhog Day, oh. same thing, per usual. Per usual, yeah. But you guys, we have a special guest in yes. the building. We have Miss Afra in the building, and she's not just a special guest. She's also family because 
She is the 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 kindred sister of Mr. Mustaki. <laughs> oh, I can't say his real name. I was gonna say the first and last Stop. name. Stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. From the dumbest podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't give me that. Uh, that is hilarious. Wait, shit, he was on time this time, so he let's let him time. have it. Let's let him have I'm gonna it. Let you have it. <laughs> so, Afra, go ahead and introduce yourself yes. to the people and let them know what you do. What's up, everybody? Y'all, thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. My name is Afra. I am the founder and CEO of the Melanin Project, and yes. I'm also the sister of Stock. So, I'm happy to be here to talk about. Everything. Yes. yes. We're yes. glad to have you. I'm so excited about this topic. Like I could talk <laughs> yeah. for days on both of the topics. I know. <laughs> I know. Yes. So um Afra, what we do, we kinda like to indoctrinate our guests in a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. We try to make it fun, a little lighthearted. So in honor of our homegirl, our black sister queen, Miss Zaila Avangard, yes. who won the spelling bee. Yes. Okay. We are gonna go and go give you a good old hood spelling bee. Oh, okay? hood! Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, I do know just... I live in Madison, Wisconsin, right? Huh? That's oh. okay. That's okay. Look, these are just regular words. We just want to call it. Yes, hood yes. Bee, okay. Very regular. Okay, so if you need to know the origin of the word, don't ask me. I may know. I may not know. Okay. I ain't gonna know. <laughs> so I, I ain't prepared for this game. <laughs> But I'm going to wing it. I'm going to wing it. Okay, so I'll go first. So I'll give you a word. I'll give you roughly about five to seven seconds. We're just going to go off the top of our dumb to see um, if you can spell these words. Okay, okay. so I'm going to start off with okay. a, a a good hood word. That's an actual <laughs> word. Spell the uh, word bougie. Ah, oh, that's my word. <laughs> Ew. Ah. Uh. I'm going to go with B-O-U-G-I-E. Hey. Is, that your, is that your last? Well, you're going to, dang, you're going to let her sweat a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> I got to give her something a little easy. I got to know what I'm saying. Good job. Good job. You got one or you want me no, to go No, you got okay. took my first one. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go to the next one then. Yeah. Okay, so the next word is pretentious, because I hate a pretentious bitch. Pretentious. Mm. Yes. Pretentious. Mm -hmm. P-R-E-T-I-N-O-U-S. Pretentious. Oh! LaDonna, can you spell pretentious? Pretentious. P R E. T. Mm-hmm. Did you say E? Okay, so I. N. O U S. P R E T E N O U S. P R E T E N T I O U S. Oh, I Anytime. thought you said she said T. Did you say T E? She said T I N the first time. Oh, that's why I said T. Okay, yes, T E N. Anytime you have a us. At the end, it's normally um, ended with I-O-U-S or uh-huh. O-U-S. So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Tentious people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, at least Some I said, words. I actually would have got it right. Close. Because I asked her, <laughs> did she <laughs> use <laughs> E-N? And she said, <laughs> yes. So right. I said, okay, well, let me try. I don't blame you. You're spelling ass on her. <laughs> Alfred, it's your fault. <laughs> keep going because I don't got a word. Okay. So the next word is cliche. Ooh, cliche. Oh, I know this cliche. one. C L I C H E. Good job. Yeah. No, I'm that's just right. kidding. I don't know. 
No, that was great. That was a good one. I didn't think he was going to get that one. You got one? That was actually pretty easy. I'll go on. Yeah, you're going to have to. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spell facade. Facade. I can't even picture that one in my head. (laughs) Facade. PH. We're going to say PH. Is it right? Facade. Facade. It's facade. Give me a sentence. Ooh, sentence. Can I phone a friend? You can phone. Oh, oh, you want a sentence or can I do a sentence? Facade. Fuck, fuck, you do facade. a sentence. You it's go gonna ahead and do a, a sentence. Okay. It's going to be with a P, I bet. Facade. That bitch thinks she all that, but it's just a facade. It's just a facade. <laughs> it's an illusion. <laughs> I'm going to go with P-H. Okay. Got to. P-H-A-S-O-U-D. Facade. <laughs> That's an eh, 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 Facade. Hold up. Okay. It's with an F. Facade. <laughs> oh, oh, it is. No, okay. I'm sorry, y'all. Take away the C-A-D-E yeah. facade. Yeah. 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 I know, right? It's I like, would have said PH too. You know, it's like pneumonia. People think pneumonia starts with like an N or something. So it's with a P. Mm. Good try, though. Good pneumonia. try. <laughs> you want me to go again? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Spell potpourri. Oh, okay. This one I'm going to remember because it reminds me of that commercial with the lady that has the the poopery spray you put in the water. You ever like seen that commercial? The poopery. Pooper. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I need uh, to get some of that. My husband needed Jesus. She <laughs> 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 say my husband. Uh, okay, so I'm going to oh, do it. Oh, God. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to need your ass to not put it up on a goddamn screen. How she going to spell it and you got it up? I'm so weak. I didn't even notice. So it's P-O-T-P-O-U-R-R-Y. You got to use R-R-I-S. all your skills. You got to use right. all your skills. Then, okay, potpourri. Let me put it up on the screen right That's why I was like, what the hell is he doing? Then, you fire shit. Okay, the next word is... Need like you're needing some bread, mm. and it's not spelled like need. You needing? Can you see? Can you use? Like you're taking okay. the dough and you're needing it. Is it K N E A D? K N E E D. Which Madonna, one? Madonna. You are correct. It's K N E A D. That is so funny. Okay. Okay. So this is a one that I get wrong all the time. Okay. I cannot spell. I um abbreviate it. Spell mayonnaise. Mm. Mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. Mayonnaise. Mayo. M A Y O. Right. <laughs> is it in? Mayo. Mayonnaise. N A I S E. Is it N N A I? It's N N A I S. Yeah, that's why you don't eat. Oh, you don't eat mayonnaise. Oh, you is it because you're plant based, or is it because I've never liked mayonnaise? Are you plant based? Ooh, I don't like mayonnaise. I mean, let me tell you one thing about um Afro. (laughs) Okay, and 
I'm being a little selfish because you can't have none. Okay. And I already told him to stock it. Okay, girl. I, I, I told him yesterday. I, I was can like, make her what she can make me whatever she want to make me. Don't be limiting her. Don't be limiting. I said Masaki. <laughs> where the tacos at? Oh, where you can make veggie tacos. Oh, when I say, oh. I love veggie tacos. April makes the best tacos. Mm. I ain't gonna even tell you how she make them because it's the secret. I don't even want to know. I just want to eat. I do eat it's seafood, so good. though. I yeah. shouldn't say I'm completely plant-based. I do eat seafood. Me too. So, Me yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have to have meat. I just, I'm not, you know, I eat yeah. it when I want to. Yeah. But I love veggie tacos. Ooh, I had taco. some veggie fajitas. Ooh, them tacos the be mm. fire. Masako's like, well, you know, she tired. So you leaving like, Sunday, yo? Can you stay till Tuesday? You heard me. Can you stay till Tuesday? I got y'all. You know, Taco back. Tuesday. That's what I told him. I, I was like, look, when, when she come back, it's no excuses. We'll I want some spread. tacos. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. Good job. Good job on a meal. I think I may have one. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> this easy. Vice versa. Vice versa. That's how black people say it, but vice versa. Vice versa. I'm going to go with B-I-C-E. Des, can you pull that one up too? Yeah. Right, right. B-E-R-S-A. Yay! Yay. That's it, that's it, Why do we it. say vice versa? Because we, we just is country <laughs> vice versa. You know, we like to make our own language. We do like we. I mean, it's, it probably was vice versa first. It probably was. And the white man made it vice versa. <laughs> he, he, didn't like the, he didn't like that little extra right. little kick on it. Because we always got a kick. Mm-hmm. Like LaDonna. <laughs> LaDonna. You know what I'm saying? You always got to have a uh. <laughs> no, sir. That's not my name. Okay. Yeah. Spell jury. Oh. This is another one I've always had problems with because really? I used to um like switched around to a letter. J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. Okay, yes, good job. Good I used job. to spell it J. I'm like, how you? I used to do J. Oh, I got another one. Okay, go ahead. Mississippi. Oh, I got that one. I, I bet she do the song. How much you want to yeah, bet she do the I was going to do it too. I was like, M-I-S-S-I-I-S-S-P-P. Yes. M-I. Crooked letter, crooked letter. Crooked letter, crooked letter I. P-P. Look at me. We don't know the song. You got to do you did not watch. She did not watch. P Valley. She didn't watch P Valley. From Wisconsin. Cricket letter, cricket letter I. Cricket letter, cricket letter I. Hump back, hump back I. Yeah. Miss Mississippi from P Valley. Oh yeah. Okay. We didn't have all that. You done missed two little cricket letters. Y'all done missed out. If y'all didn't have that. Okay. Um. Spell souvenir. Souvenir. S O U V E N I R. Good job. Yes. Good Look at job. you. That's that Wisconsin spelling. Yeah, I yeah. Got that <laughs> for you. That <laughs> Wisconsin <laughs> education. Okay, let's see what that Wisconsin education has. This Uh-oh. is my last one. Spell accrudement. Accrudement. Mm-hmm. Wow. Accrudement. Why would you do this, young lady? Like, <laughs> look, I, I use that word often. Okay, accrudement. So I'm gonna go with the crew, right? Okay, well, let's you know, see. something. A C C R U E. Dement. Accrudement. Accrudement. Mm-hmm. T A 
M-E-N-T. Can I get a meaning behind that? Accrutement is something that is... I got you, Des. No worries. <laughs> it's, it's used as like an adornment, something that's okay. worn. Like, um, let's say a knight, his accrutement is his shield and his sword mm-hmm. or I his other Okay, thing. cool. But yeah, you got it wrong. <laughs> Can I get the first, did I get the first part right? Um, the ACC, right? Oh, it's with the O-U. Accrutement. A-C-C-O-U-T-R-E-M-E-N-T. Accrutement. Wow. So many words in the dictionary. I know. Yeah, add that to your vocabulary. But, but y'all know what though, Microsoft Word has made everyone not be able to spell. It, it really has. Because there's some times where I'm like typing long papers and stuff. I'm like, two. And you just tap and that thing over. Oh, yeah. I got to go back. Is it T-O-O? You just tap And then, you know, it automatically... Uh, produces a word, so you just tab that thing over. Yep. Okay, yep, that's it. Tab, mm-hmm. then keep on typing. But yeah, I um I used to make warrant, and I still do. We have like the um, dictionary word of the day that pops up on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll um we'll do the yeah. word and we'll try to use it in a sentence every day. That's that's, yeah. that's good. That's dope. Because we don't, we really don't be um looking at the dictionary. Gotta challenge no, yourself. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is just so online. Everything. Okay. Did you ready for my word? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, niche. Okay. Oh, I know how to. Yeah, I got don't, don't be pulling it up. Don't be Dez. pulling it up, Des. N I C H E. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> What's another <laughs> the, another word that people mispronounce? I C E. Scrimp. I C E. They say I C E. Strawberry. Strawberry. <laughs> I know in New Orleans we say zank. What? Instead of a sink, people say zank. Scrimps. Oh, God. Yeah. Wisconsin, they say brum instead of broom. Oh, wow. Brum. Rum instead of room. You'll have here a lot. Jordan's been making fun of me since I've been here, so. Well, at least you're not from Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They have that's like ER or something. I don't, I don't that's, know. That's, that's a whole other language. It is. You got any more? No, I'm good. Okay, that was a good game. It was. It was. Woo! Good job, Afra. I don't know how many you got right, right, but you got. I feel like I got okay, like so 90. you got. Bougie, you didn't get pretentious, you didn't get a crudiment, you got cliche, facade, and, we, and, you, and she better be glad yeah. we don't have any shots here because you would be lit <laughs> right lit. now. Oh, that's true because we normally make people yes, take shots when they get you things be wrong. Lit. So you got to get home. Thank so y'all, we, y'all so we nice. need to make sure she gets home. Had to get a ride stop. <laughs> I know. Oh yes. Oh, like yes. Masai can come get your sister car right home, but you might gotta get your get her car. Absolutely. Look. Well, you know. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> our next segment is our hot, hot topics. topics, but of course we're gonna start with the saddest news ever. So oh my sad. god, the iconic <laughs> Biz Marquis has passed away did he? at fifty-seven years old. I did old. not know that. Yes, oh, just recently. God bless his soul. Yes, just you. recently. You got what, what I, I need. need. Oh, hey, but you, you say he's just a friend. Uh, you say he's just a wow, friend. Oh, baby, you. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's sad. Like Blessings to him, for sure. He is definitely a part of hip-hop family. Legendary. Mm-hmm. And he will definitely be missed. From the BET pass. Awards, it must have been like recently. recently. Yeah, mm. like when I say recently, within the last couple of hours. Dang. Oh, wow. Bless his soul. Because I know that they were saying they had already put out a story like weeks ago that he had passed, mm-hmm. and then they had to recant that story. But I don't know what was going on with him. But well, it's the long term diabetes that just kind of, you know, mm. the complication that's 
You such know. a character. Su- such a great soul. Just fun. Sing- he seemed like he was just fun to be around. Yeah. Yeah. Bless his family. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. R.I.P. B.S. Marquis. Okay, so um, <clears throat> somebody else that needs to be R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson. Oh, yes, because, baby, they'll give you cancer, <laughs> diabetes. I used to use all their products. I used to love the baby powder, too, all of that. that what I said last week, don't you <laughs> put that on your penis. Don't you do it. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Johnson & Johnson is recalling their Neutrogena and mm-hmm. um, Aveno aerosol sunscreen. Yep. And it's only the aerosol. But when I was looking at the house in the, at home, mm-hmm. we have like the mm-hmm. the sunscreen from mm-hmm. Neutrogena, yeah, hundred proof. And I'm like, dang, like what? You is can't going use on? none of that stuff. Yeah, nope. Okay, so Johnson and Johnson they went ahead and recalled some um, Aveeno and Neutrogena sunscreens. I'm sick of them. You know, that's why I only use, I try to use only natural products. Like, Me I don't too. use lotions anymore. I have, like, organic shea butter. Coconut oil. Mm. But, you know, you even got to wash some of the products that say organic on it now. Because that stuff is just as toxic as. Wow. Why, though? See, I wash products that say natural because they'll get that's you with not that natural. Mm-hmm. But it's not organic. It's not. Uh, it's not derived from natural products. So I don't even understand how they're able to put that label natural on there. It's not a regulated term. So anybody can put natural on anything. Because they see do. it on food. Yeah, yep, all the time. But Johnson & Johnson been getting away with that stuff for a long time. Right. So there's a um, uh, a, a chemical benzene that they found. And I don't even understand how. Well, I guess they just regularly test their products. So they tested the products and they found that there were benzines in the um, in these in these sunscreens, the aerosol sunscreens specifically. And benzines is linked to cancer. Yes. So. Well, Johnson & Johnson Johnson & Johnson <laughs> should be just linked. You, it should be Johnson & Johnson cancer <laughs> like <laughs> they real. are they should yes. be none of this i don't understand why they're still the vaccination has yes. to be kind of recalled for a second i didn't want they that one. To, right. i didn't want Pass. that one either Pass. right right uh, 200 you know Next. what give me covid you know i'll just take I'll it just, take the risk. just just let me get it and get it over with i then have the antibodies like just no no so i'm just, trying to figure just, out if they're gonna um since they're recalling are they gonna reimburse these people because i mean i still have john Johnson and Johnson sunscreen at home. I want, I want, no, that's just, right. I want just, my $12 back. It's just the black people that be like, you know what? How about this, this damn, uh, what is it, the powder? And it was $3. Give me my $3 I want back. My $3. I'm still going to use it. It smells good. It's going to be some of those out there, too. Hold on, wait. Did, did y'all used to, you know, take a bath when y'all was kids and then put the powder on the sheet? We talked about that. The powder on the, the sheet. That's to make you sleep good. It make you sleep good. But you, you, inhale, you inhaling all them carcinogenics and, and no, and hopefully, Lord, Lord please don't let crazy. us have counsel because we like to sleep with Johnson and Johnson on our sheets. Jesus, wow! <laughs> Johnson and Johnson has to do better. They, they do. have to do better. I don't, I don't know who do that quality quality control, but they need to um yeah. get on it. They yeah. making money. They don't care about quality. They don't. Control. They, they don't. Profits. Profit is the that's the that's money the game. is it yeah mm-hmm. anything yep. aerosol I'll stay away from yeah I don't I don't you know what I mean like that Pam spray that people I don't I understand don't, why people yeah. use that like yeah. why you just, just put butter, butter in a pan I just use butter anything you can't butter. pronounce like, you shouldn't be butter using. yeah <laughs> give me that Kerrygold it tastes better <laughs> mm-hmm, it does mm-hmm. what else you got um you 
So I don't know if y'all saw <laughs> Lunel. I know. I she showed like, her titties to the prisoners. She showed her titties to the prisoners. <laughs> so I know I didn't know why she did it. But she I looked like she was in a hotel lobby. She did. Okay, okay. so <laughs> Lunel is hilarious. She really does not care what she do, when she yeah. does it, how she does it, Look right? Look at her. Like, and she looked around. She looked around. Look at them, though. Look at them. They don't care who titties it is. Look at him. He's like, let me. Let me suck that titty. Let me suck that titty. Oh my After I got finished sucking that dick. Let me right. suck that <laughs> Sir, you've been in prison sir, for a long time. A long, you look like you've been there for a long time. You thick. He did, you ain't going he to thick. He did a lot with that tongue, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he put this to the side. <laughs> but she said she wanted to boost their morale. Like, she, yeah, she wanted to yeah, give she them. Yes. She did. She wanted to give them something to be excited about. Um, <laughs> do you agree with it? Do you think that it was cool for her? I think it's harmless. I did. I, I think, think it was harmless. I think fun. it was her. It was so her. Yes. Like, I mean, if we would have saw somebody else doing this, we'd be like, oh, my now, God. Somebody they... pulled their dick out. We'd be like, sir, that's too much. Okay, if Beyonce did that, would y'all feel the same way? No, we'd be like, Lord, Jaden did Solange, go get him. Go get him, Solange. <laughs> Why you gotta get James? Be showing her titty. Um, but she he didn't he didn't ran her crazy. She done went crazy. She gotta go crazy. Yes. Be bad can talk in the interview. She be shaking when she talking. So to the next time. (laughs) And you know that's my girl. So if I'm talking, she be shaking. You guys, the views and opinions of LaDonna Allen. Oh my God. <laughs> Allen is not the not my whole name, Grace. Listen, y'all know she be shaking. That's my girl, though. When she performs, Sasha is the bomb. She is everything. Everything. But I think it was harmless. Yeah. Let me show you a little titty. Give them a little titty. Give them a little titty. care if it was a wrinkle or not. They saw, nope. they they saw, saw a, t- a whole titty. <laughs> You know what, what I'm it saying? Like. That's it. And she got somebody to lick up, lick out at her titties, so she was happy too. <laughs> when y'all get out, call me. Call right. right. <laughs> hey, Lunel, put something on my books. Right, put something on my books. We know you getting that money. Mm-hmm. Shit, Little ten dollars. You got, you did that that comedy show what in Birmingham. What commissary in jail look like? You ever send somebody commissary? No, but you know, I you know they be wanting all the snacks. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, I feel like it's like I believe a, they have all the skittles, they have gummies, but they, they have like twinkies. Five dollars for a skittle. Honey buns. Honey buns. They gotta have honey buns. Yo, they gotta and then tissue. Do they have do they have tissue? Some Toiletries. Yeah. Kool-Aid. Hey y'all, y'all, if y'all listening, listen, comment below. Tell us what commissary like what the, what does that consist of? Well, shout out to all the people in prison now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your head up. <laughs> Dope girls ain't showing you no titties, though. I'm not showing you nothing. Showing no you titties, okay? okay. That is so funny. <laughs> Look, shout out to WNBA's Candace Parker. Oh, of yes. the Chicago Sky. She is the first female basketball Yo. player to cover the NBA 2K. Yes. <laughs> Y'all know I'm like so lit yes. about this. Like, like what's growing up so long? But, I mean, just... From a from a young girl that loved basketball and played basketball and, play basketball mm-hmm. and saw Candace Parker play. When, okay, so I played for the Nike team when I was in high school. I was good, y'all. I was good, shit. But I want <laughs> Candace Parker good. Clearly, she's like six four, you know, dope. But I saw her play, and I was 
astounded. Like I could not believe my eyes. She was amazing. So to see her, someone around my age, grace the cover of 2K is like, man, it's dope. It's it's so dope. Like I I I don't know. And then you know Lisa Les. I just watched the All Star game the other day. And Lisa Leslie and Don, and then I saw Tisa, Tina Thompson. Y'all, I, I was lit. Oh, <laughs> like, I was so lit. Sean was like, what? "What?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, Tina Thompson is one of the people. Like, I you loved. Mm-hmm. Like, I love not necessarily because of her game. It's how she played the game. As far as she still was, you know, woman like. As far she wore her lipstick. Yeah. You know, her hair was did. And now you see a lot of the WNBA players. They are so girly, you know. Because they do get a bad rap for being they like do. tomboy. Tomboy, right, right. But not all rumor, of y'all. them. You but not, not all what? of them. You know, not all of them are like that. And and it's okay to be whatever you are. But I don't like the stigma behind just because you play basketball, yeah. you are identifies right, 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 right. So you know, I I, I just I got giddy. I was right. a kid again. Well, so she's going to appear on a um, NBA um, 2K22. So next year, she's going to um, appear on the cover for the um, WNBA's 25th anniversary special yes. edition when it's released September mm-hmm. 10th. So shout yes. out to her. Shout out to Kim. It's about time, though. It is Why about did it take time. to 2021? Though? Right. You know, what I mean? uh, you How know. many greats have come through that should have been on a cover of, of Wait. a magazine? Or, Why did it take yeah, now or, to, like, all-star? We are in 2021. Like I got a, I got a badass collection of basketball cards for. Women. Did you play and basketball? I'm, really, I'm waiting till they become valuable. They still in the plastic and everything. Oh, oh you keep it because it's gonna be like please that Super Mario it. game. Yeah, it's gonna I be like some, that Super Mario game. Rights. I got some cards. Ooh, please yes. keep it. What was that Super Mario sold for? Like one point five million. <gasps> it was an original Super Mario in the pack. Wait for one point five million. I think. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you keep that. You keep it in the pack too. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's. I mean, the WNBA is definitely pushing for it. They're pushing for progression and change. And I just can't wait. Right. Because those women, they deserve to make millions just like the men. So, but her her accolades, like, it's a list of them. Oh, like, yeah. She is an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. Um, WNBA MVP multiple mm-hmm. times. So, yeah, she's and she deserves business. it. So, shout Absolutely. out to her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What you got? What else you got? No, I'm good. Okay, so I did want to talk about this, too. Um. I saw an article that talked about drug overdose death, hmm. drug overdose. Okay. In 2020. Wow. We're at an all-time high. Like, well, I mean, ever. that has to be understandable, right? 93,000 people lost their lives last year in 2020 due to overdoses. Does the, is that not understandable? Like, is that not like a is it a shock to you guys? Um, I don't think so. It, not to me. It is sort of. It's not but, a shock to but me. I understand why because the depression is at an all time high. Anxiety is at an all time right. high. So if you're already before the before COVID before being quarantined, right? If you're already at your lowest low, then you have nowhere to go at this point. And before when you could you could be at your lowest lows and you could fake it till you make it. You could yep. be out in the street. You can go to a bar you can go hang out with friends you can soothe your pain Mm -hmm. until you get to wherever you are but when you're isolated and you're you're quarantined you have nothing to look forward to you have nothing to look forward to so but your but your addiction but you know the united states pushes drugs though they do you know what i'm saying so i I blame the medical profession for a lot of people are addicted you go to the doctor they want to give you you know something 
that is going to really make you addicted. So I look yeah. at the medical profession as a part of why a lot of people are addicted. Oh, now absolutely. You get cut off. You're going to go get what's going to make you feel better. I had to switch primary care doctors because my physician, I was like, well, because I went to um, a primary care doctor before I went to an orthopedic doctor for mm-hmm. my knee. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to prescribe me something. You and I was like, I don't want narcotics. Right. And I was like, I, I just want something that is going to be like something natural or something mm-hmm. that I can work my way towards. Like, even mm-hmm. if it's re- like physical therapy, I don't mind. It's an inconvenience, but like, I want that. And he was like, no, you could just take a few of these. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And honestly, I've been looking for things. <laughs> As well, because, you know, I've been having these headaches for right. a really long time. And I've been, like, popping pills, like, popping pills. See, and I've had that. to stop, mm. you know, popping the pills because I'm like, I don't want to get addicted. I don't want to get to the, the point where my body is, like, not even responding to the right. medication. You know what I mean? So Because you come, become right, immune to it. Right. So I've been definitely looking at other ways to subside the pain or to subside the headaches Have naturally. Tried, um like uh, oils? I have not. I've, um, I want to try chi- the chiropractor. This is something okay. I've recently heard that the chiropractor can help with stress, tension, headaches. So okay. hopefully something, um, once I get to to them, and but the, the, the narcotics is, is a no-go Right, and me. a lot of these deaths were because they had cocktails of drugs. So it was like yeah. fentanyl or mm-hmm. alcohol mixed together mm-hmm. or other cock- concoctions that mm-hmm. they mixed together. And because, like I, like we said before, the boredom, the anxiety, the depression, the unemployment, yep. whatever's mm-hmm. going on in the world, like not being able to see your family, housing instability. Everything. Yep. Like not it's knowing impactful. what you're going to do day by day. So, hey, I, I, I can see why that is. But, I, I mean, it's sad. It's, it's really very sad. sad. People are yeah. losing hope. Yeah, yeah that's it. Absolutely. That's it. It's hard, you know. Uh, and figure out the best way to cope for yourself. So, you know, yeah. a lot, not a lot of people are. And a lot um, of people don't know how to cope. That's true. They don't. Definitely so. People don't know how to cope. Mm-hmm. But, you know, another thing about this is that I look at a part of what's happening with our drug industry, marijuana, and how that's yeah. changed so much. So I think the cartels are figuring out <clears throat> other shit that they can get into the mm-hmm. United States. And I think, you know, for us, in, at least in Wisconsin, our rural areas are being hit real hard with, like, heroin right. and, and mm. uh, But it's not just meth. pure wow. heroin. It's drugs it's laced mixed with, with something. other stuff. Yeah, so, it's laced with yeah. something. And you don't know what it's And it's, it's not with. something laced with, na- it's not natural herbs. Right. It's not something, you know, it's not natural. Right. It's, you're not going to get a poppy plant from the garden. You got to be careful with street marijuana right. now. You <laughs> yeah, may get right. some embalming fluid in right. your Right, that's what I'm saying. I'm dead about it. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, imba- that embalming fluid ain't no joke. Like, what you got? It makes you scared to get, you know, get a new weed, man. Like, you can't get a new weed, man. Right. Where you get this from? You're desperate one night and yeah, you get the wrong right. I'm telling you. You be like uh-uh. smoking in that, that pigeon coop on Friday. Be like, <laughs> what the you don't know what the hell her last week. She was okay. Yeah. Now, now she, now she looks like she's strung right, out. Right. Now she, now she on a, in she Fairfield a with, in, her, in her drawers walking down the street. With a sign that <laughs> we'll work for food. We'll work for food. Smoking. No, we'll work right. for weed. Smoking. <laughs> oh my god you guys you i mean if you are you know like if you're dealing med- with yes anything, yes like, get some help please because, get some help yeah because therapy. it can be detrimental at this point it can Talk be to a friend mm-hmm. if you don't want to go to therapy but mm-hmm. don't don't soothe yourself with um narcotics know, narcotics or yeah. anything else like that because yep. i mean that's 
Unhealed trauma lasts a long time. You oh, know, God, I, I've, yeah. been in, I've been in social services for almost 20 years. And one of the things you see is that people who don't deal with their anxiety and depression at young ages, they carry that into adulthood. It's harder. And it right actually here. changes the frontal tem temporal lobe of your brain. Yeah. So the more you just allow it to take hold, mm -hmm. as you start to get older, you'll start to develop different sort of dementias. Right. And so people don't realize they're putting themselves at risk for that. And it just kind of lingers on because you never go and address it therapeutically mm -hmm. somehow, whether you're meditating or whether you, you're going to use some kind of medication for it, but you have to start that process to get yourself out of there. Otherwise right. you get stuck. And as you get older, it's hard to really uh, come back from that. Right. You know, and I, I see a lot of trauma, like people who had a lot of stuff happen to them when they're younger. And now that they're older, it's hard to fight that, that right. battle, you know, because right. you're used to yes. doing what you did before to soothe and to cope. But mm -hmm. now you have to work. deal with the realities of things, mm -hmm. and it don't work in real life. Nope. So you have to find and, another And it outlet. takes you back to that every time. You right. go. You have to go back to it. That's what gets and you trauma addicted. is real, and people don't yeah. understand that triggers are real. And people may not even understand and recognize their triggers until they acknowledge and address their trauma. Yep. Mm -hmm. So. Yep. And we yeah. all got them. We, we all do. have trauma in our lives. All of us. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was good. How tough Yes. Hot topic. Gotta, gotta, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we're going we to have you on every hot topic. Hot topic. <laughs> Look, make that into a, a song by then. I know. <laughs> the hot, hot topic. topic. <laughs> Look, oh, after we got you here because we do want to talk to you about the Melanin Project. And yes. <laughs> she, look, she likes oh. you. This is mine. I got you, Mine. <laughs> Thank you. So, Afra, tell us about the Melanin Project and what you are doing with the Melanin Project. Yes. Yeah, so, um, the Melanin Project is really uh, personal to me in that it, it touches on my own personal story in mm -hmm. that I uh, struggled with money, right? You know, having a credit score in the mid-500s, mm. um, having a lot of payday loans and relying on that, mm -hmm. spending a, a lifetime in a period of just clubbing, hanging out, buying shoes and clothes, and then getting to a point where... I'm trying to seek help only to face institutional bias and people not willing to help me, like making me feel worse. Right. And so through my journey, I paid off over 30 K in debt. Right. And wow. I learned how wow. to, um, over how my, long who, I would say a five year period. That's good. Right? Yeah. A five year period of time. And there was a lot of things I learned about myself and a lot of things I learned about my community and a lot of things I specifically learned about black women, mm -hmm. right, that I didn't know. And so you're sitting in a corporate American environment and my whole mentality was just victim. Everybody's to blame for my situation. My family's to blame. They're not helping me. My corporate America job is to blame. They're not helping me. And so over the course of this, I'm like, I need to be telling other people about my story, my journey, because there's other black women that are mm -hmm. going through the same mm -hmm. stuff. And so that that caused me to really push my uh, mission forward to help other uh, black and African women really focus on building generational wealth. Mm -hmm. And it starts with that basis of budgeting, saving, and managing debt. But before you even get there, mm -hmm. you got to understand yourself. You do. And a part of what we're talking about today is triggers, right? Mm -hmm. the things that trigger you, your childhood, the things that keep you from healing and moving. And so that mentality to say somebody else needs to fix and somebody else needs to rescue me was a problem because I, I know a lot of times we we joke and we say oh retail therapy retail therapy but that is a really big thing like 
People and it makes do me use feel that so as therapy. Good. It, makes it does, so but good. then when you get that credit card bill, or <laughs> when you get that 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 debit of five hundred dollars from your your account, you're like, damn, mm. like the, maybe the I should. The devil. Not have it was the that. devil. But you know what? It, it feels good to a certain extent, mm-hmm. right? right? It right. feels good that that in that moment. But then when you reflect and look back, what I what I teach people is that this is a public health crisis for our community. Yeah. Think about it. If if you are going to put your housing, your health, your transportation, and your ability to sort of live mm-hmm. above um, the shoe or the shirt that you want, that's a public health crisis. That's a yeah. that's a wellness right. issue. And so mm-hmm. I I always call myself a financial wellness coach mm-hmm. because I'm always talking about the uh, the wellness part of it and. I created a strategy called AODIC, right? It focuses on a behavioral. AODIC. Okay. A-O-D-E-C. Okay, you can and, spell that one. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Dads, this will be the great time. Wah, wah, wah. We're going to be hitting the buttons, though. I love it. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, just, was a good I had one. to. I had to. <laughs> But it it focuses on like the behavioral approach to building wealth, but it's my story. It's my journey. And so I will not work with anyone until they go through that. It's a 45 minute course where I talk to you about uh, acknowledging and the A is for acknowledger that you have an issue and ask for help. Mm -hmm. Because what happened to me is I spent so much time being closeted, you know, Mm -hmm. like trying to um, not tell anybody that I need help. Because it's embarrassing. Yeah. It is. But we're all doing that, right? Think about it. We're Mm -hmm. all all hanging, kicking it. Everybody looking like they balling. Everybody Everybody looking like they balling. Everybody balling. Nobody balling. Real quick. You're not going to pay your light bill next week. Right. (laughs) Come on now, you know. And then, you know, just sort of owning my behaviors too. So I'm sitting there blaming corporate America. I'm mad. Mm -hmm. And they're they're a part of it, right? Because you look at black women right now. We we are the number one cohort going back to get um, degrees, Mm -hmm. right? But the wage and wealth inequality oh actually God. increases with education. The whole right. systemic right? inequality. It doesn't get mm-hmm. better. So they are a part of the issue. But I was like, you know what? Y'all going to do me dirty. You're not going to promote me and I'm working hard. Forget y'all. I'm going to focus on myself. Right. Mm-hmm. So I realized that wage was a tool. So I had to own my behaviors and realize that a part of my debt was me clubbing every weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I had a good time. I lived mm-hmm. my best life when you I was in Texas. Your best, best life. life. I, what, I had about 20 payday loans. I was no, doing it. at the club. I was, I was doing big you things. Your ass should have been at I home. financed my lifestyle with payday loans. I had that, a great time. Hey, I know all of them. Listen. You got a story to tell. That, no, <laughs> so did I. Hey, in shout my out early, to all the payday loan people. In my early 20s. So did I. So did I yeah. in my early 20s. Yeah. And my husband, my, uh, yes, I love him. Well, I him. can't say the same. I he was a is, single mother, so I did the same. Yeah. But it was for, I wasn't But clubbing. you didn't know. No, I wasn't clubbing either. I wasn't clubbing either. But it's yeah. just when you feel like your back could get, is against the wall, right. you you know, you got to remember we were 20, very young when we got married. Right. So, you know, I don't want to stress him with things that may don't want to go to parents. Yes. So, you know, yeah. It, but that's a setup though. That's an institutional buy setup. It is right. They know we gotta go there, right? right. They don't make it's products a trick. for us. Oh right. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Who 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 sets up to give somebody a three hundred percent loan? Three hundred percent I think that should be illegal. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's gotta be illegal. It's a payday store, it's a liquor store. It's payday loans still available. Get your loan, you're gonna go next door and get your liquor. Wait, is payday loan still available? Hell yes. Oh yeah. You know, yes. Check casting places everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, my husband said, Yo, when I get you out of here, your ass better never 
<laughs> get him again. And I ain't never looked back. And that but, was my early 20s. But in all seriousness, though, you like it's like you have to own what you personally have been doing. And that helped me really uh, understand that I was a part of the problem that I created for myself. Right, absolutely. And and then as I start to move forward, I, I realize that like a part of financial wellness and understanding things is you have to really make sure you're immersing yourself where you need to be. So I had to kind of block out right. certain aspects of people mm-hmm. telling me, take the trip. You know, when you're trying to pay off Damn, debt. Damn, that's right. the one Let's right there. Let's go to Mexico, you know. Ah, oh, shit. Let's yeah. go to Red Lobster. And I'm like, Only because I got a little bit of my budget. I'm, you know? I'm, you like, get pressure from look, your friends. See, I'm I, like, I won't eat. And then they get mad. Right. Damn. I know. I get paid this week. So yeah. if I put a hundred dollars yeah. back and I do that, if overtime, I go ahead and pay overtime. the ticket, if I can do that, if and if I get there and I don't drink for real, yeah, pre cocktail. I'm a pre cocktail before I get go there. All inclusive. All inclusive. All inclusive. Ain't, ain't no chef coming to us talking about he go. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Now see, I, I can save money on eating. I can save money on drinking. But if somebody invites me on a trip, yeah, I just I'm going to make sure I want to have good. an experience. Want to have a yep. good time. Yeah. You're gonna splurge. I, That's right. what we do. We okay, splurge. I won't splurge. I'll get there, but I'll budget. I came from my mother was cheap. So I, I I'm totally not cheap. understand that. My mother I was just, a penny pincher. So yeah. I understand like budgeting your money. I should. And even like you talked about yeah. like saving and being um in debt, because I talked to my oldest brother about this earlier this week. And um he's 44, I think he is. And um he talked about how he improved his credit mm-hmm. tremendously. He I love that. He had an 836. Amen. Hey, amen. I was like, I didn't even know what you want with that. Right. I I didn't even know that you can get He's single. (laughs) Damn, my marriage. I I might convert. Okay. Okay, my boo got that too. My bad, my bad, my bad. We just got 830. What? Made me rethink some shit. But he had me rethinking. I was like, well, you know what? I did my budgeting book. I spent on food and entertainment. I was telling you this um, on the other day. Over the past four months, I spent over, I I spent maybe $2,500 on food and entertainment over four months. Yeah. And I was like, I really could have gotten rid of three credit cards. Mm -hmm. Down payment Mm -hmm. on the property or anything else. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a conscious Mm -hmm. effort to cut out on things that I know I really don't need to be doing. Another thing is those subscriptions. You, yeah. We will subscribe to some <laughs> shit. I call, that a cart, I call it a cart sweep. That's Four the first thing I do with my clients. It's called a cart sweep. Cart sweep. You gonna sweep your cart? I'm gonna show I you did. where all your money going. I'm like, yeah. cart sweep. They like, yes. what's that? I'm finna show yes. you. Yes, I did it yeah. this month. Sweep I cart. did it. I like. I did too. Got rid of a I lot rid of, of Canva. <laughs> yes, I got rid of everything. Yes. No, I can't get rid you. of Canva. I got. I try. I thought about it because I'm like, damn, that's a part of. That's a part of our. Yeah, but I can but, do it for free. But then yeah, also, I do have Adobe. I that's have true. Adobe um, subscription because, yes, I use Spark now only because since I have Adobe, I have the whole Adobe suite. Mm-hmm. I'm only paying $10 a month because they gave me. Um, only $10? Well, only $10 because I was paying 20 But I have access to uh, Photoshop. Um just a, whole, a lot of things a that we need suite. for our businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I can expense paying $10 right here. Right, and right, And I was right. paying 
already ten dollars for Canva. So I'm like, I'm yeah. gonna get rid of Canva. Yeah. I'm already using this. So yeah, I got rid. I got rid of a lot. I mean, Hulu, everything. Yeah, you got, uh, you other than that Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> but but Netflix see, ain't going nowhere. You you okay. got you got to do that car suite. But see how y'all <laughs> you talking? Do. You yeah. do. This you is do. that selective hearing I'm talking about because if you are developing selective hearing and you're partnered with somebody who has the same mentality, that is what's important. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, you're gonna get pulled back into that same old trap that you've been mm-hmm. doing. You're not gonna be able to move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you got to make sure that you're that E is educate, right? You right. got to educate yourself and constantly immerse yourself in knowledge. So as I was going through the journey, when I started to make these different phases, I would pick people who are where I wanted to be and I would just listen. Listen. Mm-hmm. Read. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've read almost every financial book. And right. before that, I had stopped reading for years. But I can pick up any financial book and read it and immerse myself. And then the C part was like celebrate myself. Because if you if you take a five-year journey, you're trying to pay off debt, that's stressful. It mm-hmm. is. So at some point in time, you got to pay yourself, right? So I, something I, nice for yourself. Yeah, I made sure that yeah. I rewarded myself. But I think the thing that I try to get people to realize is you got to look at the whole painting, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to take time. You got to be patient. Right. You got to make mistakes. It's right. okay. But you got to remember, what is your long-term goal? So everything I'm doing today, it's for five years from now. I'm not bragging to anybody. I'm listening to what people are saying. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I got a plan. I don't care what you're doing. Right. I have a plan for my life. Right. I can certainly help support you. But I think for black women, one of the things that we need to realize is that we are breadwinners of our family, historically, mm-hmm. based on data. Not that yes. black men aren't doing it. But right. we are historically the breadwinners right now, currently based on data. But we also have the majority of student loan debt. So that impacts mm-hmm. our community. Yes. We have to be the ones to help support the turnaround mm-hmm. for um, what we can do economically. And I think we need to normalize home ownership, mm-hmm. owning yeah. businesses, mm-hmm. and talk By ourselves. about money. Yes. yes. You and do. that's okay, right? Yeah. That's okay for a black woman to own a home before she's Amen. married. And, and and be okay with that. Amen. It doesn't mean that you're never going to get married. It right. just means that you can do you're doing this for you mm-hmm. so that when you get married, you guys have assets together, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just like you're moving into his assets, right? So I love you that. join assets. Right. Mm-hmm. I have um so I think a big thing that we are taught we are, that we see a gap in is in the black community as children we never was taught how to um, say we we just never was taught financial literacy at all. Mm. So what can we do? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. What can we do? (laughs) What can we do to build financial, financial literacy early in our homes start in our home? Because I do believe that the others, they're doing that. They're, they're at the tables when they're building these contracts. They, you know, they have, they, oh, now it's a yellow. Okay. So we really need to start right away educating our, <laughs> our children, educating our children about um, financial wellness. Yeah. And this is how this looks. And I, I, I preach about this in my live masterclass. Let's take Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we right, talked about take... this the other day. Right? Oh, my God. Every week. holiday, we splurge. 
Uh, you wake me. up and the whole tree is lined with gifts. Lit. Not me. You have ran up your credit card. <laughs> no, I ain't going to run up you no credit card. You have drained your savings account. Not and your no kids have gotten used to this mm-hmm. year yes. after year after year. What do you think they're going to do with their family? We're they're going to do the them. same thing. Yes, yeah. the mentality that that is what, what you do. That is not wealth building. Yeah, right? not. That's true. That, that is teaching your kids how to go into poverty as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. We, we talked about this the other week because I was asking her if she did her yes, Christmas shopping. Because, no. you know, people do Christmas shopping in July. And I don't do it because my husband has everything. My son has everything. We don't do Christmas in the traditional way as like filling the tree up with, you know, underneath with a whole bunch of gifts. I'm not doing that. I'm not going into debt. I'm trying to save money. My son needs the car. Like we, I'm not doing that. I'm just, and I, I understand your emotions, right? Yes. I want him to understand like, look, just because it's a holiday does not mean that you have to get all of these things that you don't even need. We're you not have, doing you that. have to understand your emotional attachment to money. Right. And so what, what is it that you are thinking about when you feel like you got to go spend a thousand dollars for your family? Mm. And I stopped that. I finally said, you know what? I ain't buying y'all nothing. nothing. I'll buy some for these children. They get yeah. one gift, and it's budgeted. Yeah. And my mom, mm-hmm. I always say she gets her annual gift. She gets her robe and her slippers, unless she uh-huh. asks for something else. But I'm not going into debt yeah. for yeah. one day out of the year. Yeah. That's not a wealth-building mentality. So right. I always say that we, we have to start with those kind of things to teach our children that you have to work for things and that certain things have yeah. value and certain things do not have value. I'm right? going to have a transparent moment. Years and years and years ago when Warren was little, they made a mistake and gave me an Amex card. <laughs> of course, you know, you have to pay Amex off every month. Yeah. I gave him the best Christmas ever, but I also ran up a almost $5,000 <gasps> Amex bill. Got in big trouble. Don't take much. Yes. And I was like, God damn it. Got to pay this off. Yeah. Had to take a payday loan out. Yeah. To pay off my Amex. Yeah. And then I was like, in the, I, yeah. interest it over cycles. at the... Yes. It, and yeah. I was like, I'm never, ever ever doing that anymore yeah. i didn't suspend my card because i know that's not you're not the on, you're not the only person yeah. you're not the only person that's done that and but i was like i'm not cycle. doing that because yeah. it makes no sense like he would have been happy opening up a box he would have yeah he would have and i'm like i'm not doing with some sketches most <laughs> with some light up sketches yeah. behavioral change. some heelys yeah some <laughs> shacks <laughs> i don't know about them shacks right <laughs> that's right man listen <laughs> shit y'all kids Y'all ain't never been no kid then. Y'all mama Not go to Walmart and get them shakes. <laughs> I had know, some jellies. Oh, jellies. Yes, Ooh, we had jellies. jellies. Of course. Hey, every color jelly. But you know what? Also, I think a lot of people in our community, we leave it up to the schools to teach our kids about financial literacy. That. And they don't they do don't that. that. They no, teach they them basic math, but they don't teach them how to balance a checkbook or just balance their money or, or in, invest or invest credit Save. you know where debt starts when you get to the college campus oh, they be oh, sitting yeah. there with the that's why my debt started they be, get, they be sitting with there with a the credit card at, credit card? at the yeah. university yeah. of alabama <laughs> when the, the credit cards. cards the credit card people will send there the first week of school that's it Ooh, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you think I can get a zero cre- percent for twelve months? What? But then after that, it go up to twenty five. Yeah. Shit, I had a Belt credit card. I had a <laughs> Macy's. I had a shit regular credit. It was terrible. It was terrible. It doesn't take God. Much. That, that's why I say <laughs> it starts in the house. We yeah. there. There are very few high school curriculums in oh, the yeah. U.S. that mm-hmm. teach financial literacy. Yeah, and it, it is just the basis of that. I th- I don't think that budgeting, saving, and managing debt is hard. 
It's not. It's not. I think that's just putting numbers in a spreadsheet. It is the behavioral challenge of teaching children that you don't need that shoe that you think is so cool that everybody's looking at. Because you're young, right? So Mm -hmm. that's what they want. But I I don't think that it would be difficult to change your mindsets about money. Right. You know, there's so many things that I think that are available to our youth right now, but they're also watching you. Mm-hmm. As parents, yeah, saying this is how I'm going to live my life, even though they're not saying that right. verbally to you, they're watching every little thing that you do. And so for me, you know, my mom being a single woman raising four children, she didn't have the ability to do that. Same, right? She trying to just make sure her kids are surviving. So right. I am the next generation. <laughs> like I want to build wealth, and I'm willing to sacrifice everything. Right. To get to that next level. Me, Everything. Me and Warren were in the car the other day. I was dropping him off at work. Warren, Warren said, what's a syrup sandwich? What? What's oh. a what? Oh, he no. said, what's I a syrup sandwich? I ain't never had a syrup sandwich. <laughs> I'm with Warren on that. I said, boy, you look, you ain't never been it's broke. Syrup, syrup. A syrup sandwich. Mm-hmm. I just never had a syrup sandwich. We used to sandwich. live off of them things. Really? Oh, God. No. Dad, you done had a syrup no. sandwich. Did y'all yeah. have a syrup sandwich? I didn't have a syrup sandwich. No. What is we it? We had bologna. What is it? A syrup. <laughs> what is it? Syrup. A syrup. Syrup. It's that syrup. It's syrup. That's that Wisconsin education for y'all ass. Okay. No, I've never had a syrup sandwich, but definitely have bologna. Like to I'm this day, I don't know. That's a luxury. And I'm shit. going to I'm going to cut the edges of the bologna. I'm going to fry it good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put a little Burn mayonnaise. Something that you got wrong. Mayonnaise. I'm going to put a little mayonnaise. mayonnaise I'm going to put a little mustard on there. <laughs> yeah, like that's some good eating right there. But, but I've never I had get, a, a syrup I learned sandwich. how to be frugal from my mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, ain't that the truth? Yes. I learned how to. You got McDonald's money? Man. Took. That was the frugal one. They told you you got right. McDonald's money, right? That's you one. That, <laughs> that was one of <laughs> yeah. You got McDonald's. That was one of my from last my, week. My, there are two. There are two things that I remember from my mom, and she. There are two things slogans that I always remember: never borrow from Peter to pay Paul, yeah. and never spend money until it's in your hand. And I still use that. So you waiting on a payday? I ain't. Gonna, I know that yeah. today. I didn't do it when I had all the payday loans. That was different, right? <laughs> right. But now I'm like, okay, like it makes sense. She was trying to teach me a few things, even right. though as a mom, she was doing the best that she could to right. make us, you know. Um, it clicks. Yeah. Later on in life, it does. It clicks. Let oh, me yeah. ask you a question because we talk about saving mm. and planning financially, but a lot of us do live check to check. Mm. So I know for my bank, they offer. Free financial planning. Do you um, suggest that even if you can afford a financial planner, should you invest in a financial planner? If you are struggling financially, I would say no. Okay. Um, Tell me why. And, and, and the reason for that is because there are some basic strategies of a person who may be, and I, I want to say this, I want to be very careful. If you are in poverty, I would not, um, I would not want to insult you by saying, you're financially illiterate and you need a budget right? because there are people who are living in poverty that a basic budget is not going to support them. They're going to need some systemic support to help them get out of this situation. True. True. But for a person like myself who was in the situation that I was in, I wouldn't go pay a bank to kind of help me. Right. Mm-hmm. I would find a free service or a free organization to help me understand. 
And the reason why I was able to get out of my situation, because I did go into a bank. I did. I went to a bank and I went into institution. There was one organization I left in tears. I was pissed. Oh. I, wanted, I wanted to snap off. This is a part of why I formed a Melanin Project, because I never wanted anyone to experience that, that um, well, what feeling happened? that I had. I went in there to say, this is because I was at the A. I was acknowledging my shit. I laid it all out. Yeah. This is my situation. Uh, I need some help. I eventually want to start a business. Can you help me? You need Dave Ramsey. I was like, sir, I've read Dave know, Ramsey twice back and forth. Yes, that's, I remember that's Dave not why Ramsey. I'm here. Yeah. I read David Bach back and forth. I read Susie Orman. I've read that. So is, Orban, that's how you're yeah, going to treat me? Sure. So mm -hmm. I realized then that there was a disconnect from a cultural perspective right, right. about my situation as a, a black man. woman. Yeah, and where I was. So I'm like, you know what? That's okay. I'm not going to come, that, come yeah. back to your organization. I will never refer anybody here as I, as I made my journey. But I would say that I met an amazing black woman, and she taught me the basic strategies of budgeting, saving, and managing debt. And three months in, I was like, I have to leave you, and I'm not leaving you because you do, did anything bad. I'm leaving you because I need to know that I can do this on my own. Oh, mm -hmm. Yes. And she said, well, when you finish paying off your debt, call me, and we're going to have a party. Aww. Right? Did like, y'all have a party? We did have a party. That's really? Nice. Yeah, she's just. I wasn't you know, invited, but that's okay. You didn't know me. <laughs> she was okay. a woman of her word. Yes, I love that. And not that. completely out of debt because I, I personally still have student loan debt, but my yeah. credit score is yes. off the roof, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I always teach people that you don't have to be completely out of debt to give, get everything that you want. You just have to make sure that you're managing your um, debt to income ratio. So I say that if you're not in a position to be able to um, pay somebody, Find a free service. They're everywhere. Yeah. There are so many programs that are available to help people uh, build wealth or understand the basic parts of managing debt. But you need to know where your money is going. Even right. if you're going to start with paper, right, you need to know where your money, money is going. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that a person who's struggling already, mm -hmm. who is check to check. What I would recommend for you is that if you're behind on your bills and you don't know where your money's going, the first thing that you need to do is build an emergency fund. Mm -hmm. So what do you what do you consider um, a sizable emergency fund, especially for and, someone who's living check to check? Because yeah. that's kind of hard to save for an and emergency fund. And it's an emergency fund totally different from your savings account. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Your emergency fund and your savings account can be the same fund. But what I recommend is out of sight, out of mind. Right. You don't have access to it. You can't see it and you can't right. go swipe it. We talked about that the other day too. Mm -hmm. $1,000. That's, That's it. it. And the reason why I recommend that when you're paying off debt is because the reason why people keep cycling is because they don't have a backup plan. Right. Your car breaks down, your tire blows out. You're going to go to the credit card. You're going to go to a friend and family. You're going to go borrow money, pay their loan. Mm -hmm. Right. You have $1,000. Now you have a cushion. So if you have to pay off a tire, all you're doing is putting that $300 back. You always maintain $1,000. Okay. That's it. While you're paying off debt, you don't wow. need to. And then I recommend that people start to put a small percentage of money into savings. A small right. mm -hmm. dollar. That I, that's, that's one of my questions. It starts to add up. So do you, do you prefer that? Okay. So um, I was thinking personally, you know, there's an option. I'm not sure if everybody knows this. There's an option where you can um, allocate money to a certain mm -hmm. uh, bank account. From your where paycheck. You, from your paycheck. Like, right. you, never you never see it. It's like tax being taken out. Right. It's like it's like a tax. Right. Well, like what Grace said, right? Do you prefer yeah. that that's something that people invest in or start to do? Yeah. Or is that something you see it coming to your account? Okay, and then I'm going to move it. Yes. Mm -mm. 
Absolutely. <laughs> automation is required. Right. Yeah. If you want to be a wealth and you want to get out of these situations, you have to automate all of your stuff. Mm -hmm. Everything needs to come out automatically and come right. in automatically. Mm -hmm. If you are physically paying bills, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're going to forget that your credit card is due, right? You're not going to automatically do things. I have to things. do that. And I have, I have everything written down. And I just, I have to do it. Recipe for disaster. Is it? Yeah. You're gonna yeah. you, you, recipe for disaster. I, we for, I forget Let me tell sometimes. You, you, you miss know, a credit card payment. Time. Oh, that's that's your ass. It is going to dip your yeah. score. Yes, drastically. Yeah, don't do it. It's gonna but, drip your score drastically. Yeah, I recommend that um, the way that you set your budget up, <laughs> that you know what's coming in and what's coming out. Right. And if you automate everything in case something happens to you, your your bills are already set up to do that. And so what tends to happen is people will make decisions that are not supportive of their getting out of debt right. because they haven't automated it. They don't know yeah. what's automatically coming out. So it's a strategy to really make sure that when you get to a point where all your debt's paid off, now you're relying on your credit card and not your cash. I don't use cash. Okay, I'm gonna I'm try. I leverage credit, baby. I'm you should try. not. You should not. I love. I love uh, Stormy. You you yeah, already Stormy. know. I love yeah. Stormy. And I was just reading some of her stories. Stormy, I'm gonna I'm DM you tonight, girl. Tell you to listen to this because I didn't shut you out. <laughs> I didn't shut you out. Okay, so listen. Stormy put out there that we should use our. She has an MX, right? Mm. She Amen. said she has like. So many points. So many points. Yeah, I saw that. To the point where her unborn child is going to be <laughs> I wealthy. She, I think off she said she has like one, uh, like 150k in cash. For yes, her, um, yes, for her Stormy. Yeah. Shout yes. out. Yes, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And she said she's not. She's never going to touch it. It's for. It's for her son, right? That is so dope because I mean. I have used some of my points already. <laughs> See, I don't use I my points in my flight. credit card. I don't. If I do, then I use it for to pay the credit card payment. Mm. That's what and I. And I didn't know. I didn't know you can do that. You can use your points to pay the credit card payment. I didn't know. Yeah. That. Yeah. You know, I I think one of the things I would tell folks is, look at your landscape. Look yeah. At, look at your canvas. Put your stuff in order. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that you need to do is once you do that and you get everything in order, you got to do. Um, $1,000 emergency fund. That's your first step. You okay. Put that money up. After you after you start understanding how you're going to do that, I, and I, I would say pay everything minimal payment. Make mm -hmm. everything minimal payment until you get that $1,000 put up. Once you do that, then you're going to look at your budget and you're going to make sure that you go through and you do a cart sweep. That's my second session. Let's look at this. Mm -hmm. Remember my aotic principles about building wealth? Cart sweep. Get rid of any subscriptions and any of that extra money can be actually used to fund your emergency fund. Yep. Right. Most of my clients come to me, they'll say, well, I don't have any extra money. Okay. I always find extra money in almost every budget I look at. Wow, Very right. rarely do I find I, yeah. a budget that doesn't have extra money because sometimes people don't understand the subscription right. part of it, right? You're right. paying all this money for things. Well, my daughter watches Hulu. You can, she can watch Netflix. She can, she watch, can watch YouTube. YouTube. That's it. You need Hulu, Netflix, Disney, right. uh, and every NBA Sometimes. subscription, you know. <laughs> Sometimes. So once you no, start seeing don't. that on a yearly basis, then you realize, yeah. oh, this is where my money's going. Now I have my emergency fund. Once you fund yeah. that emergency fund, then you can start paying back anything I you, say I'm getting you may rid be of behind cable. on. 
I'm getting rid of cable. I had cable in almost we 15 talked about years, this right? Too. Listen, I know. My we husband works too. hella hard. Cable? He, work, he works so hard. Watch and that. if my baby wants cable, let me tell you something. My baby going to get cable. Because I've been trying to get rid of cable. No, I really have. Yeah. And Watch he it. wants that NFL ticket. Sunday so ticket. Yeah. yeah. I wish. You know, Watch we, could TV. Just, we, could, we can get Very that some other, some other way. We're going to try to figure it out. I don't watch TV, y'all. But I, but I would say like the rule of thumb for saving and investing is ten and fifteen. But when you're when you're when ten percent, mm-hmm. so ten percent of your um, tithing pre-tax, right? Fifteen percent right? uh, actually pre-tax, ten percent after tax. Okay. But when you're struggling and you're trying to pay down debt, I recommend five percent. Of your take home, just mm-hmm. be just be put up. I decided to mind. That's, That's so crazy. Fund. So I I have no idea about financial literacy. Like I we me and my family or me and my husband we have a uh, financial advisor, but you know this is not something we've talked about just yet. My my question was: Is there an easy way to start investing and saving? Do you prefer to start to save five percent of your paycheck? Mm-hmm. That's so crazy that you said that, (laughs) right? So, okay, so 5% of your paycheck should go immediately to your emergency fund or your savings. Yes. See, and even I though you have that thousand dollars, yeah. you're still building. Well, hello, 10% going to go to the reason, gonna go and to the God reason God why first. you do that is, <laughs> the reason why you do that is, a lot of our community don't own homes. Right. So how are you yes. going to do a down payment if you're not putting money right. up for that? Right, right, right. But that's also the rainy day. It's also getting you to the six-month window if you lose your job. Mm-hmm. If you lose right. your job tomorrow, and that's what people don't think about. They think about the vanity of life. Yeah. And I'm going to go get this one thing, even if you have good credit. Mm. And so I always tell people, you don't know that when life's going to happen looking real you. good. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand, like, the things that go along with the life and living. You have to buy groceries. You have to still pay for your electricity, your But that's water. included into that's your included budget. in the budget. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I, when I make budgets for folks, I make sure that they are able to pay their basic needs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That includes your water, your electric, your bills, your credit cards. All that's built into that because you got to make those payments. Mm-hmm. But then you have this small little fund of 5%. And then what's left is what you're going to pay with your debt. And right. I call that um, FAST method, right? And the FAST method is the fastest way to pay your debt off. So anything you have left over is what's considered to be your wealth. Okay, so this is what I do at the end of my <clears throat> pay period. I always take whatever money is left over the day before I get paid and then put it in my savings. Mm. So anything, like whatever, down to the penny, I will round it up and then put it in my um, my my savings. And then I'll get paid and then I'm good to go. And then I'll do that every pay period. But that's not even, that's aside from what I have taken out of my check. Because I have money taken out of my check that goes into two separate accounts that I don't have access to. You have credit I'm, card debt? Minimal. But my, my major debt is student loans. Mm-hmm. My so, but don't, I mean, I, I feel like, like so I, know. I, I would cycle loans. you different if if you are already investing mm-hmm. and you're already saving, mm-hmm. you're secure, right? right? Mm-hmm. So anything you have left over should go to your debt because okay. the goal is that by the time you retire, you need to retire debt free, debt free, yeah, debt free. Yeah, like right. So w- you're putting that cash in the account. Cash has no value. Y'all it, realize I that, know, right? Right. Cash look, has no value. My brother right? is yeah. in finance, and he tells me the same thing. It that's has the, no value. That's the one with the eight. 30-something score. Yeah, and he, yeah. the only debt that he has is his mortgage. It has wow. no value. And, and mortgage debt is good debt. Right. And the reason why it's good debt is because you're appreciating, especially yes. if you are a landlord. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're appreciating. So I would I would I would say look at your landscape differently. Okay. 
So if you pay all your monthly bills okay. and you save and you're investing, you're looking at that, anything you have left over is your wealth. That's your wealth. Okay. Right? Because you you've paid your monthly bills, you put your savings up, you you paid your 401k, whatever you're doing. Anything you have, if you have $800 left over a month, pay your student loan off. Pay it no, every single I'm month. Let the government not, do that. not pay it off. But, <laughs> right, right, right. But not pay it off. Yeah, but pay that extra money. For okay. us, we need to wait yeah. because we work for the government. So no, it's on that little plan. Yeah, oh, okay. They gonna pay it all. Yeah. Okay, so, so I would I recommend pay off my my the rest the remainder of my credit card debt. So, so I, I, I would look question. at yes. So if it, so, just say in your savings account or your emergency fund, whatever you want to call it, they have fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. They have eight thousand dollars of credit card debt. Do you think it's better to have zero credit card debt and five thousand in your credit in your savings? Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I just, I just wanted people to utilize that. that credit. I don't want to owe you any money. Right. I'm going to pay you off. Every single month, I pay my credit card off in full. Yeah. I'm not paying you any interest. All yeah. I'm using that credit card for is to build my credit you profile. Ain't making money off yeah. of me. I'm using that card. I'm swiping and I'm paying it off. But if you have the available cash, why pay somebody interest? Why, yeah. why do that? Right. Because you can take that extra cash that you would have each month and start to invest in things like real estate, companies, yeah. or whatever else you, you feel like you With want to. With that credit card. And yes. then p- keep paying it off yeah absolutely so i I would i would i never recommend to somebody to um continue to have credit card debt and pay interest on on something for your own for your personal profile but i love leveraging credit i love the idea of leveraging credit and there's Mm -hmm. so many ways that you can do that but i feel like um there's a there's a there's levels to building wealth right Mm -hmm. and so understanding that basic part of managing debt, saving, but there's a way to make sure you do it. And I think that sometimes we don't, we struggle because we don't know the approaches to actually getting to, to that certain place. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think just starting people off at that basic level of understanding how to snowball your debt. That acknowledgement. Yeah, too. that snowball. That out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. But cash has no value. If, if you have more than six months of cash sitting in a bank account, meaning if you can take your monthly income, multiply that by six, and you got that already, you need to start diversifying your portfolio and I'm figure scared. out how to make we more money. about that. I don't want to no let risk. go of my money. The risk is having that money sit there and it's not I earning know, anything for you. I know. So, I okay. Know. So now that you say that, okay, is there um, resources, re- mm. tools that um, is really good for learning how to invest, um, almost like investing for dummies, mm-hmm. for people that I don't know, don't. have never invested before, <laughs> but really want to get into it, really want to get into, um, like you said, diversifying their money, uh, saving, Just building generational wealth. investing. Yes. Yes. So disclaimer, I am not an investment or tax advisor. So Absolutely. I'll put that yeah. out there. Yeah. But what I would say to people is that if you can get yourself to a place where you can save, uh, so you can you can invest 15% uh-huh. before taxes, you're in great shape. Okay. If you can do more than that, you're in awesome shape. Okay. After tax, 10% savings. Okay. But once you get six months of your your monthly expenses into account, anything after that, you got to diversify into something else. So you're saying 1000 into emergency fund, six months. Okay, first, 1000 into emergency fund. Y'all hear this, right? Yeah. 1000 into <laughs> emergency fund, six months worth of your 
Income. Mo- monthly, monthly income. income. Your, no, your monthly expenses. Expenses. So if your 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 mortgage, your rent is a thousand, and your electric bill, your car note, all of that is your monthly expenses. You okay. take that times six. If you have that already, uh-huh. oh gosh, boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. that can sit there. You don't ever need to touch it. You safe. You lose your job. You got that safety net. Yeah. But after you get to a point where you're at seventh month, eight month, nine month, mm-hmm. that pot of money should be diversified. Okay. Then you can start to get into Investing, what you're saying, yeah. going to somebody to talk about how you can scale that. Right. I look at things like real estate. You know, you can also invest after, but there's a strategy that people are using with a life insurance, right? Yeah. You can invest in life insurance. We talked about life insurance. And you can That's use okay. that yeah. to invest in real estate. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you find the right person that you connect with that is about wealth building and yeah. moving your money around, now you can start to invest in IRAs. Go ahead and, um, it's so many ways that you can life do insurance this. policy on my husband. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I got life insurance and on then, all my family. to go to go back, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. Old brother, Airbnb, <laughs> mama, yeah, little yeah. brother. Yeah, I got, I got them yeah. all. Everybody, you know, yeah. it's 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 just an avenue where I know that not that something's gonna happen to them, but this is what white people do, right? Yes. Right. I studied what they're doing, and I'm not going to do the polar opposite. I'm gonna do exactly what they're doing because what happens when they pass away? They pass away wealth. Yes, they pass away. They wealth. They Properties, mm, their companies, inher- their beneficiaries inherit whatever right they have. Life insurance, and it's a lot. Yeah, you know, so businesses. I would say that uh, the one thing that we also need to think about is partnerships. Yeah, because you may have ten thousand dollars sitting in the bank. This person over here may have ten thousand sitting in the bank. You can collectively get together and invest in something together, and yeah. you can just keep it going. But there's a way in which you can do it once you hit that six month period. That's why I said it's levels to it. You know, so wherever you are at that point is where you need to start studying and educate yourself on that next period. But I think at that point, I would pay somebody then. I'm not on a wealth building criteria. I would pay right. somebody. I don't do investments or taxes. Okay. But I would certainly pay somebody to do, to it, do for it, me. it for you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I have okay. no interest in that at all. Lasana, do you have any more questions for Afer? Because I want to get in her personal business. <laughs> listen, I'm so ready for the personal. But listen, the, I mean, the financial literacy part is so needed. It's so needed. A whole bunch of gems, and, and, and it's sure. just it's not just for us 34 to mm-hmm. or 30 year olds to 50 year olds. No, it's needed for eight year olds. Seven when you giving these kids twenty dollars. Uh, a week, them save them. every two weeks, they need to be saving right. two dollars. They need to be putting hold up. You know, you know, I, you know, I'm from, you know, I'm coaching. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm gonna give two dollars to God, okay? And Go. then, and then two dollars to they they savers account. Right. Like that's that's how it needs to be. But that's not how I grew up. You know, so. Now that I know better, I'm going to do better. Right. So I think that's awesome that we had this talk and had this and had Afro on here. To give us drop these gems. Yes. So I hope y'all was listening. Oh, but we about to get in the business. <laughs> the business. Yes. I'm okay, scared. So okay, so I don't I even know how to how do you ask without being, I guess, um what you trying to say? Are you a part of the community, the LGBT community? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Ooh, okay. I got some questions. Oh yeah. Okay, so I do shout out to have- my people. <laughs> Because I'm gay in a whole nother life. Amen. Okay. Okay. Look, I do want to ask a question about being um, 
a lesbian in the workforce. Amen. So did you ever have any like qualms about whether or not someone would hire you because of your sexual mm. preference? That's always an issue. Okay. I would say not so much in Wisconsin. It's a very open and flexible state in mm-hmm. that um, they're very supportive. Not that you're not going to be faced with issues, but they're very progressive in that arena. Because it's a lot. Like, being in southern states, yeah. absolutely. The Bible thumping. Really? Country. You do, Oh, you deal with that. You and, say and, really like you're and, surprised? And, and specifically with the black community, you got to be careful. It's, it's even worse because we have more of a stigma with uh, people identifying as LGBTQ plus than maybe white people do. Mm-hmm. So I would say that when I was in the South, mm-hmm. I had to deal with more issues related to uh, my identity than in the North dealing with it. In the North, you deal more with being a person of color. Right. So it's like the total opposite. When I'm up there, I feel my race more. But like being, they don't care. They like So you feel your race more than you feel your sexual preference? Absolutely. In Wisconsin, absolutely. We're, the, we're, we're number one for racial disparities in the United States. Really? Number one for infant mortality, for deaths for black women, black babies. Mm. Number one for almost every incarceration rates of black men. We incarcerate black men four times the national average. Like wow. you, every area of racial disparities we have, we have 65% of kids of color living in poverty. So it's, it's significant there as it relates to that. And keep in mind that Wisconsin is a very progressive state. Mm-hmm. And so they have a lot of money. They have a lot of programs, but still people are, um, people of color are not doing well in wow. that climate. That's insane but, to yeah. me to hear that. But I'm, I don't really care. So I'm just very open. I'm, it is what it is. Either you like me or you don't. But yeah. I'm not going to sit and hide because it's going to make you feel more comfortable because that's about my own healing and me right. being comfortable, right? So if I know that I'm in a, 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 a surrounding in a space of someone who is just weird, I'd rather know you don't like me, though. That's right. the one thing I would say about the South. You know when somebody doesn't like you, I appreciate that more. In the North, it's systemic. Mm. So they try to get you in that regard so you don't always know they play little games and stuff like that. Right. But, I feel like at least in the north, in the south, you do know when somebody doesn't like you, but I don't really care. Damn, you know, take it or leave it. Right, right. I can you, move around. You know. So when did you know that you mm. had a theme for the same sex? Because I was going to ask me, that too. <laughs> because I mean, for me, thinking for me, I'm like, shit, all women are free. Okay, so after, if you don't know us, we y'all free. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we're free. Okay. So for me, I think that all women are kind of like freaks. Like we attracted to the same sex, you know. I, I mean you're a freak. You could just be fluid. Amen. Let's say fluid. Okay. I like fluid. If you yeah. like fluid, okay. okay. If we, <laughs> shout out to all the fluid women. Yeah. Fluid. Okay. Cause I may see a woman pass by and I'm be like, damn, that bitch look good. That booty. <laughs> but then I may see a, a man pass by just the same and I'll be like, Damn, I'm going to smash that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so, okay, so. I don't do that. I, I, so, how Wait, did you ever? know? How did uh, you okay. know? I'm what you call a gold star. Oh. So, I've never okay, been Okay, so what's with a, a gold star? Oh, never really? In our community, gold star means you never slept with a guy. Wow. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. Gold star. So, how okay. did you know? When did you know <laughs> that you were, like, solely for the same sex? Man, y'all gonna make me go way back. Y'all gonna age me on this one. No. no. Uh, Just say that. You can say the age. You don't have to so say the year. I, I, I'll go back to high school because all my okay. friends... Sorry, friends. I'm not going to say y'all names. But all my <laughs> friends were just doing their thing, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. But I never was interested in guys like my friends were. So it's like, I, I as I reflect back at, at being a younger person, 
that's probably when. Yeah. But it took me a long time to when I got to college to really recognize that, okay, something's different. So did you have to come out to your family or was it just already known? I feel like they already. So I'm going to say that one of my siblings, he and I had an awkward moment about the coming out process. Is this the one that's in front of us? Mm-mm. Okay. We were watching a show on TV. It was a really weird moment. And that is when we came out to each other. It was Ellen DeGeneres on TV. Oh. And I was like, I don't, it was just a really weird, awkward moment. Okay. And mm-hmm. it took three weeks for me to call him again to actually oh. have this discussion oh, about wow. that specific situation. So mm-hmm. I, I would say that my family has always really been supportive. My mom is a very conservative woman, yeah. but she really? still loves me. Oh, yeah. she's extreme. My dad was a Republican mayor. I know Masaki so, said that. Yeah, my, my family, uh-huh. my, my mother and father were conservative folks, but my mom has always been very open and supportive of certain aspects. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that it wasn't hard. Right. I can tell the, on the yeah. episode where you called her, the Mother's Day episode, yeah. she just sounds so conservative. Very like, conservative. Baby, I don't, I don't come in here and get these collard greens, baby. Like, this is how <laughs> no. she sings to me. Yeah. I, I, I would have never thought your mom yeah. was conservative. Wow. But I I'm still that. her baby though yeah know, like, absolutely so yeah it's, it's like you know the only girl too you, yeah you know this about your child but yeah. like what are you gonna do so i appreciate having Love a mother em. that i do have because she just allows me to just do my thing be yourself yep yeah and i don't have to worry about it. especially my brothers like they just super chill yeah like it, well, it is what it is yeah because there's a lot of stigma in our community about coming out and mm-hmm. i know few people that are close to me that still have not come out and mm-hmm. i know that they're Gay. what they are mm-hmm. and they still and it's okay say. and i'm like why not though like yeah i'm Be never free. going to judge you i'm not that i'm not judgy with especially when it comes to like who you love your sexuality yeah. and your personal life because that's just what you do you're not you're not harming me you're not harming yourself you're not harming anyone else like i don't i don't get that but in our community there is a big stigma with that it can be very harmful a a, a coming out process can be very harmful Mm -hmm. you know like in my day job this is a part of what i do right i support providers and staff of color and other marginalized groups and so our lgbtq plus staff come to me for transition support like Good. yeah, so it can be very harmful. You're always worried about what other people think about you, like, right? Are they gonna react? But for me, it's like I'm gonna walk around and be who I am. I don't care what you think, right? Because I always have this this four four segments. You don't feed me, finance me, fuck me. There you go. Ooh. You know, like so you 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 go through that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do I owe you to be? quiet about who I am right right right. and so I feel like when you're just your complete self and you're going through this healing process your tribe will show up people who love and care about you and support you will show up and anybody who doesn't they gotta go yeah you You know so I look at it that way so I think a part of it is um sometimes folks verbalizing Mm -hmm. I just support everybody in the community it just makes people feel more open to opening up. And then some people, they just never get there. But for me, I didn't feel like I wanted to live my life sort of closeted and quiet. That has to be hard though, for those who do. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't understand it because I mean, no, I don't have a same sex partner and I'm not in that community, but I mean, I can say I'm in that community because I love people in that community. I have friends Mm -hmm. and loved ones in that community. So I can say I'm immersed in that community, but that's not my, my truth. Mm -hmm. So I can only imagine someone who is just closeted and just, they can't come out. And I, that that has to be hard. You ever heard the term imposter syndrome? 
No. Yes. I've okay. Heard so of it. this this is very popular with like um, black people, right? Yep. Like you 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 can be successful, and this happens to me a lot. Mm-hmm. Successful people of color go through this, where you you're in a, a a period where you're just successful, you're doing everything right, and then all of a sudden you're like, do I belong in this space? Right. Do I belong in this room? You begin to question everything around you as if you don't belong. That's imposter syndrome. I think we do that as black people. Uh, in, general. in general. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You, you get to a certain point in life and you begin to question as to why, why you're at this table or should you be at this table. Mm-hmm. And it's a constant push to tell yourself you do need to be at this table. You are at this table. You worked hard to be at this table. Right. Because everybody around you does not look like you. Right. And it, that's, that's how, okay. how the LGBTQ community feels as well. So it's like all these intersects mm-hmm. come in. Uh, but imagine being a black gay woman. Right. Trying to navigate that. So now you got race. You got I mean, the you already had your identity. third strike right there. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's even uh, more of a barrier there for people who are trying to just sort of say, okay, where do I fit in here? Right. So for me, like even at my job now, we have all these ER employee resource groups that I help oversee. Trying to figure out like which group I was going to go into. I'm like, I'm not going to go into any of them because I really don't identify with with any segment there. I'm just right. going to just chill back because I don't want to be a part of that because I'm overseeing it. Right. So I think a lot of that happens with uh, a lot of LGBTQ folks. They they have imposter syndrome. They don't feel like they they need to be at that table or people aren't going to understand. So they're, they're afraid to sort of come out and be open. Where I don't really care. Right. I'm just at that point in my life where I just don't care. You As like you shouldn't. Me, I mean, because you don't. We only have one life, and it's we we all seen, especially during the the pandemic, how precious life is. Like, just be who you want to be, be. Proud, be loud. Yes, That's be it. proud, be loud. Mm-hmm. So, I do have a question. It may sound ignorant, but I do want to know: Mm-mm. Is there a such thing as like a gaydar? Oh yeah, people okay. have gaydar. <laughs> like you know, you can. I don't have gaydar. Okay, so you can sit and flirt with me in my face, and I'm just gonna be like this. Somebody has to tell me, so-and-so flirting with you. So, so like a, yeah, my uh, Really? Yeah, I don't have good gaydar. Really? Yeah, somebody usually has to tell me that somebody. So if somebody just pull their titty out and just be like. That's, that's what they have <laughs> to do. They're going to be like, and I would I probably run. That's so what's, what's the, you what's pull the your titty out, I'm going to run. <laughs> really? I don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't like aggressive like that. That's for later on when the lights go out. Like, you do that right around, I'm going to be like this. I mean, if she's oh, that, I'm she conservative like, like that with, really? with okay. people I date. Yeah, I don't. Uh-uh. So what, what is your type? Ooh, great question. Okay. Hmm. Intelligent, conservative. I would say if I had to reflect back on 10 years ago versus now. Yeah. My type would be a woman who um, has a mentality of understanding there's a collective vision on where we're trying to go. And I know we, earlier we talked about uh, offline uh, before the recording started about the mentality of having someone care for you. Mm-hmm. I also feel like that that uh, impacted me from a wealth perspective, mm-hmm. feeling like I had to take care of the women that I was dating. And so wow. I'm, I'm looking for a partner. Right. Mm-hmm. If I take care of you or do things for you, it's out of the goodness of my heart, right. not out of obligation. So I'm the lady in the Camry. Ah, actually, I'm proud. That's 2021. Pro- action, probably. I would have gave you some. I would have given you play, man. I would have given you. She wouldn't gave you no play over that Lamborghini, though. I would have given you no play over that Lamborghini, though. That's all 
I'm she would have been like Afra or Beyonce. Actually, I'm proud to go to Beyonce. She got that Lambo. But I'm actually late in the station wagon. So I'm the person that will probably be really undercover that you will probably never know have money. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not flashy. Yeah. I don't like. But that's, that's I told you that's what I like. I do not like a flashy man. But see, this yeah. is this is this is sort of my some of my issues with black women. I feel like we put a lot of pressure on black men mm-hmm. to be a certain way, and yeah. I don't feel like that's fair, right? Because black men have so much potential, and so if we only look at them for what they can provide, provide. to mm-hmm. us versus mm-hmm. the partnership. Right. then that is going to dismantle the whole aspect of the black family. I am a gay woman, I, I identify. Do, right? I do believe that black men like to know that they're providing for their, That's true. For their family. That's true. So they, they also like the fact that my men take care of me. You know what I'm saying? But and yeah, and the men like in also, here can say it. Can, what are you can doing too for me? Like it has to be a give and take relationship. I would not want all that pressure on yeah. my black men. My black it has husband. to be a collective, right? Yes. What are y'all doing together as a family? Right, right. I like that. Yeah. What are yeah. y'all doing together as a family to kind of build wealth, secure your kids' future? So does your man feel like he has to overly provide? So are you the type of person who wants jewelry all the time and that takes away from your ability to build wealth? Don't get me wrong. Like, if I I'm mean, dating somebody I and I want to do something for them, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to buy you something nice. Yeah. But I, I don't want to feel the obligation to do it that will make me feel bad because it's stressful yeah versus versus i just i'm gonna do for the person that i'm dating so Um, physically what kind of woman do you like Mm. big titty big ass because that's what i like i like big asses (laughs) let me tell you something if i was if i was in the community she would have to have a big ass (laughs) and some big titties (laughs) okay 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 Okay, Afro, your turn. <laughs> your turn. What you like? But same. Right, right. Okay, so, so when you first see a woman, you see how they look, right? Right. So of obviously, course. Obviously, I would want to be with someone who's attractive. But for me, I'm an intellectual, so I like to talk about stuff. Mm-hmm. So if I'm with someone who's just like, you know, I'm trying to engage and dialogue with you. Mm-hmm. I also like a strong, assertive woman. I don't want somebody I'm gonna run over. I kind of mm-hmm. like to be told what to do. But so if you gonna if if you're gonna just sit there, you and, like assertive, but she yeah. pulls her titty out on you. Yeah. That's and different. You, that's a different kind no, of that's assertive. assertive. That's yeah. a different kind of assertive. That's assertive too. Hey, that's no. sexually assertive. Okay. But, but in don't you want somebody so, so don't, the don't, sexual, you, don't do that hey, in the club. So the sexual assertiveness in the club, no intimidation. Nobody said it was in the club. You supposed you so I'm just showing you. Yeah, we just had look. Hey, right. That I'm just I'm just wanting you to take me in the girls' bathroom in the stall. okay, that's different. If it's you and I one on one, that's different. But if you like, I'm just you know what I'm saying. No. I'm just saying what the what this like woman this. is telling you when she pulls her titty out in the club, she's like, take me Not in the, the stall. Let's, I'm just saying, no, girl. no, fuck that. Fuck them kids. <laughs> listen, listen. No, I don't want to see my titty. titty. Fuck that. Pull that titty out <laughs> in the Sacred. club. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, throw that, you know what I'm saying? Like, ooh, boop. I've never had anybody you know do that. that. Nah, Actually, you know why I take that back? Is one person Are you married? Back in the day. Are you married? Not, I'm That's no why you're not married. Because that bitch ain't threw that titty out in the club. <laughs> she didn't want that. She didn't want that. I'm, I'm weak. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> That's hard to describe. You know, yeah. like, my type. I don't know. It's hard. I've dated a lot of different women. So, you know, it's really hard to sort of describe that. But the one thing I'm, I'm going to be very... Does she have to be I'm, a black woman? At this point in my life, yes. Okay. 
I, I would just say this gonna be very come vulnerable. on. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be very vulnerable for Dez a second. over there doing the hell he want to do. Goddamn, yeah. Dad, you fired. You goddamn fired. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm gonna be vulnerable here for a second. Okay. okay. Back in the day, I would pick women who were. Um, what I call wounded birds, mm. people that I felt like I had to rescue, but yeah. I didn't know that yeah. you know, like back in the day. So now I'm looking for a different kind of woman yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm not looking for somebody that somebody I got to like. Strong. You don't want yeah, to have mean, to bring you up. And, not yeah. to say you would yeah. not I can be that. your hero. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, yeah, I don't want to yeah. have to carry you. A lot, of, a lot of us women look for men like that and a lot of men look for women that they can rescue. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and they tend to go after the same woman or and like you said you go after the same woman and you see is shit this shit is a pattern it's, it's a, pattern. a pattern yeah yeah let me ask you a question is it true that i mean it's this is also a stereotype i'm just asking is it true that a lot of gay women or men feel like they can turn straight people out oh no that's that's people are crazy that don't make any sense Either so if you turned a okay, straight so person out, that means they was curious. Yeah, <laughs> they was curious all along. I believe sexuality is fluid. Yeah, it is what it is. So you know, like I don't believe that somebody wakes up one day and they just say X, Y, and Z. I mm-hmm. believe that you go out, you meet somebody, and yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see a straight woman that dates a man for twenty years, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. now they date the Nisi Nash, and, and, and then yeah. the total opposite, right? You date a woman for twenty years, and all of a sudden right. now you you with the man. So I, that's why I believe sexuality is fluid. I don't believe you can turn somebody out. Like you either are, or you're not. Like you either attracted or you're not. So I don't feel yeah. like you know it. It is just so. Let me one ask you a way. question. Another question. Look at the little doll. Because LaDonna says she don't get hit on by the window. I don't. So I be feeling some type of way. You're not going to the right spots. Okay, so listen. I feel I, like I, I don't give spot. off. And I guarantee I you get hit on. Listen, on, I don't give off lesbianism. Or well, is that a word? I don't know. I be like, lesbian women why? will hit on anybody. If you go to the right spot, yeah. It'll be I fine. I be feeling some type LaDonna of way. LaDonna like, why they always ask you and they don't be asking they me? They don't be saying that to me. They don't what's, push up on me. But all the niggas. The same show ass off. You want to talk to your You ain't going to the right spot. Get your ass off. You in the spot like, girl, can we leave now? Yeah, I told you. That's what you could do to me. <laughs> but yes, I, Grace. I told her I think it's just her soul trade. Like mm. all the all the women that are like go both ways. They come towards us and be like, towards Grace. I'm like, no. I bet I be feeling some type of way. Like I know I ain't, I'm not gay, but damn, you know, what like I'm saying? Co- approach me, bitch. approach me. Let me tell you, no, you know what I'm saying? Because I might not. Right. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, that was funny, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> LaDonna is like she seriously wants I'll, to know why she doesn't get approached yeah, by like, I'll take you to a spot don't worry I got <laughs> right they're going to approach me I felt like I was like I look like I just like <laughs> do, do I look like I just get dick mostly I don't know I just look like lesbians have things too yeah, yeah. well hey hey ooh, ooh oh, now that we talk about that now who Cass okay no <laughs> She said, before you even get there, <laughs> eh, eh. we ain't talking about that. I, like, I love it. Let me I love it. Question. Have you ever felt like you were 
being mistreated by someone because they were homophobic. Homophobic in a workplace or any other place that you've been. Yeah, I think that happens regularly. Mm -hmm. But you just have to know how to um, deal with people. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, black women have been the worst. Really? really? Black women have I would been think that, the like, absolute worst, especially in the South. Do you think it's because it's kind of like some displaced or misplaced yes. kind of aggression? Yes. Maybe they yes. feel that way about women. And they, yes, they, and they can't. Because we are from the Bible-thumping South, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know what, if homosexual wrong, 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 wrong. But they may have these feelings, mm-hmm. and then they're like, if someone probably approaches them or... If they have some kind of attraction towards you, they're like, "No, fuck you. You're gay. I don't want to be bothered with you." I, I yeah. think I think that's a big part of it. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that's a big part of it, but I also think it has to do with us not understanding collectively the harm we have dealt with for right. many generations. Right. Exactly. And so, to me, I'm not gonna judge another person when I'm already a part of a marginalized identity. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like whoever you want to be, that's who you are. Like I'm not gonna judge you or try to ask you to be somebody who you're not. I want you to be your complete self, and I'm gonna encourage you to be your complete self. So I feel like sometimes we are raised in environments where we're taught to judge people. Right. You know, like absolutely as, as if as if something that they are doing is somehow impacting my life, and it's not. So I feel like with black women, and this may be a controversial statement, we are the most marginalized group. We are. Right? By by all means. And I look at that from a number of perspectives. And so I feel like that has a lot to do with it. Because if somebody is like um, comfortable with who they are in their own skin and they are just confident, why do you mm-hmm. care about somebody right. else and what they're doing with their lives? And what does that have to do with you? What does it have to do with you? know what? I think you. I may be getting a little bit too deep into it, but a lot of it may have to do with some trauma, some sexual trauma. Oh, absolutely. That they are they not dealt with. Mm-hmm. And maybe they are attracted to women and they don't know how to deal with that because they may have been abused by women. Yeah. So... Sexual trauma is very, very common in black community. And to be open and vulnerable, I also have a history of sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, like, it is very common. I had to go through therapy because that was a part of me trying to understand whether or not that was a part of why I was, you know, choosing to live this kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that is a huge factor. Mm -hmm. And a reason why we don't speak up, because a lot of it is our fucking family members that are doing it. Right, yeah. But we gotta talk about these things. I'm Mm -hmm. not afraid to be vulnerable about the places in which I have healed. We have to start being more open about these sort of topics Mm -hmm. uh, in order to help each other heal and grow and move beyond these spaces. But I think like um, for black women, there's so many things that we go through, so many trials and tribulations that we go through that we just kinda gotta suck it up. up. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, and yeah. and that's the that's the way we're taught to do it. Right. That's that's how in the we're home to deal with it. That's yeah. it. We are the strong ones. You know, mm-hmm. we we have to be strong no matter what. That's in any heterosexual, any homosexual type of atmosphere. Right. We are having to be the strong individuals. Just black right. people in general. In general. Not just women, but just black people in general. Well, no, women in general. Women in general. Women too, in general. In, in the household. Exclude the men. Exclude the men. I, you know, either. we're not going to exclude the men, but we're not talking about them right now. Okay? So <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Show. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right now, we are saying that even in the household, whether it's a heterosexual household or a homosexual household, 
we are having to be the strong ones. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it takes us away. It takes away from us being the true us, you know, right. being yeah. able to be exactly who we are or wanting to be exactly who we are. We having to be take, you know, take. I guess the the essence of take you know the the strong suit of take care of everybody mm-hmm. and, and the that's mammy, difficult. right? That goes right. back, the that's right? Difficult. The mammy, right? You're taking yeah. care of the family, yeah. big mama. You're, you're nursing Big-ma. people, yeah, right. yeah, and 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 that takes away from our sexuality. What we don't think about yeah. it takes away. You know, it takes away from our dreams, our goals, right? You know, and I just I I love the fact that that's one thing I love about that community. Is and I keep saying that community because I I don't want to get part it of wrong. The whole yes. Yeah, I, I don't. I I love about that community is because they live so free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I I think that's dope. I think that anybody should live free. Yeah. You know. Um. So I think it's part of the reason why I really 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 like you because you remind me of my best friend so much. Y'all have like the same mannerisms. <laughs> really? Y'all have like the same like body type yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah. Like you remind me of my best friend so much. Shout out to Mika. I love you. Yeah. Hey Mika. Yeah. Hey Mika. <laughs> but hey, she, she got like a little baby Minnie Mouse voice too. Really? Yeah. Oh, hey, hey Mika. Hey girl. <laughs> Change it <But, yeah>. Afra, we really appreciate you. Oh, being absolutely. Here with us today, absolutely. Sharing your knowledge, your gems, having a good time with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Spelling, spelling, spelling words wrong with Mayonnaise, us. Mississippi. You know, Mississippi. 95%. We got to put your ass on P Valley, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you dropped some major gems yes. financially with us, and we are so grateful for that because our them, community needs it. Yeah, let yeah. them know where to find you on social media. So thank you all for having me. For uh, sure. I can be found if you want my website, www.themelaninproject2053.com. You can find me on Instagram, the underscore melaninproject2053. Uh, and sign up for my financial literacy course. I'm always happy to help people process through their journey. Yes. Um, and would love to engage with anybody who is ready to start their journey and just feel stuck. So, yes. Yeah. And yeah. you... Look, I always tell everybody the best advice comes from experience. Oh, yeah. Amen. Oh, yeah. So you have plenty of experience in that. So you guys holla at Afra and let her know. I love it. Like, let her know that you're struggling financially and she's going to help you. And don't don't be, don't feel like you're taboo. Yeah, you are not alone. Go at it and get your stuff together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And guess what? If you're a listener and you hear this podcast, I'm going to do something special. Yeah. What you going to do? You two ladies for having me today. For the first five people who inbox me at info at themelaninproject2053.com, I'm going to give you access to my my financial literacy course for the first five people who that get access to my financial so literacy course. That is so dope. And we're definitely going to put your information oh, absolutely. in our um, description so people will know how to um, hit you up. I love that. And if you guys want to um, hit us up, you can hit us up at um, Two Dope Girls Pod on IG, Twitter, um, Facebook. Shit, yeah, we on everything. You say YouTube, YouTube yeah. as well. You can yeah. hit me up at Grace Face with two underscores and Ladonna. Let them know what to find you. And naturally pretty. And until next week, you guys. Two dope girls. Out. Bye. Two dope girls. Dope, 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 dope.